Hello, and welcome to episode 232 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Okay, Sandy, you can't really tell because it's a little cool, so I had to put on a hoodie, but I will tell you that... You got a tattoo? No, (laughs) no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no. So okay. in in my bathroom, I have a lotion, like I have lotion, but it's like a pump lotion. Yep. You know, so you so you can just like pump the the lotion into your hand, and then you know you can you can lotion as needed. And but here's what happened: oh, a few days ago, I was mm-hmm. getting to the end of the bottle. Yeah. And so it's so you're hitting the pump, but nothing's coming out. But, you know, there's still lotion in that bottle because it's down yeah. at the bottom. And so mm-hmm. what I do is I flip the bottle upside down and yeah. I rest it upside down on the counter so that all the lotion yeah. is coming to the bottom. And then the for the last few days, I've just been unscrewing the pump, taking it off and like mm-hmm. dumping, dumping lotion into my hand and using it. It's been great. Yeah. So. That's been working for the last couple of days. So today I go to do the same thing. I unscrew it mm-hmm. and it was like Mount Vesuvius. There was, so, <laughs> there was so much lotion in my hand. Yeah. I literally stood in the bathroom and like looked at the lotion in my hand and thought to myself, what do I do with this? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and like, you can't put it back in the bottle. No. And so anyway, my entire body from head to toe oh. has been well lotioned. You're lubed. <laughs> and, and you can't tell because I'm completely covered up, but like okay. neck, chest, arms, like everything, like parts of my body that don't normally get lotion, lotion. I am lotion. completely lotioned today <laughs> because I did not want to waste any of that lotion. And so at this point, the bottle is now empty because all of it is gone. Yeah. And and so now I can start a new pump. But that's, oh, what, that, that's what happened to me. Like literally minutes before I got on the phone with you. Okay. So I there's two different scenarios that I thought you were going to say. One was that because it's just getting like now that the, it's getting drier, that and in the summer, you don't necessarily need to put lotion on because, you know, it's uh, there's more moisture in the air, et cetera, that you had like put it underneath your sink and now you've taken it out from last season and then you get the stuff that gets hardened in the little. Oh. The and so when you went to pump, that thing came shooting out. Oh. But with it, because you were pumping a couple of times, with it came like a weird <laughs> shot of stuff out the side and it was all over your shirt. Oh, that would have been much worse. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been really irritated had that happened, yeah. but no. Yeah, or the second thing was that when you get to the little bit at the end, like you're trying to like move, move, like you unscrew the top a little bit and you're trying to move the, the spout the tube, from move. the pump. Yeah. Yeah. A tube a little bit. And then you were pumping like a mad woman <laughs> and it was like little bits of stuff that came spurting out. And then that got onto your shirt. Right. Oh no, no. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, no. Neither okay. of those things. No. What, what I've recently um, had happen on the last couple of times on a plane was that using actually we were putting on sunscreen when we were in Nova okay. Scotia right and then we undid the lid and it 
you can't stop it. No. And it like just pops up. It's oozing everywhere. It's just like, it's uncontrollable. You like put your finger (laughs) on it, but then you don't know. Cause if you, even if you get the lid on the next time, it's just going to continue. But it doesn't happen all the time. No, why does that happen sometimes? I, I'm assuming that it's because of how high you go, maybe. Yeah, like, the pressure. Yeah, so I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't get it. And it was, it wasn't like it was checked luggage too, so it wasn't a carry on. Yeah. I've had that happen, like while I was flying, like with a little tube in my bag or something, and thought, oh, I'm just gonna like you know, I'm bored, and I'm looking through my purse, and then I'm like, oh, I got a little tube of stuff here that I'm just gonna use, and then the same thing has happened, and it's like, man, because this is like oozed all over the place, you know, yeah. it's not convenient. No, it's not convenient. Because <laughs> what? That- you're right. You look at it like, what are you gonna do with it? Like, truly, I'm like standing. <laughs> Standing there in the bathroom, like looking at my hand covered in lotion, being like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to solve this problem right now. <laughs> Sometimes, because the little little sticky thing has happened to me here, and then it comes out, and I'm like, ah, oh, frig, man, it's like on the sink, it's like everywhere. And then I've had too much, and I also have the hard nibby thing in my hand, which I don't want either. No. And so then I, I just like put it down the sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I know what you're talking about. I don't like that either. Because, but you can get overlubed. That's the thing. (laughs) I'm telling you, every pore of my being is 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 feeling, you know, shea buttered up. (laughs) Oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Oh, it's like we Phil and I often will use the same body um, body wash. I don't know what scent he bought. Okay. Anyway. I opened it a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, what is this? So I used it and I was like, oh, this is like repulsive. Like it's, it's making me feel nauseous. I don't oh, like it. Oh no. So then I said to him, what is that? It's so awful. And he's like, I don't know. They didn't have the one I usually like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, yeah. it was so bad that I actually got rid of it. I couldn't, I said, I can't, wow. even if I have my now i said i i get into the shower i can smell it on your body i don't yeah, like it. yeah no 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 <laughs> and, and, I, and i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it at all it was it was offensive that's what it was offensive and then when i use words like that that makes them start giggling right that's right <laughs> yeah it is offensive to me to have your body smelling like that get away from me because then you're in bed and i can smell it on you yeah no no, 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 <laughs> no good. I don't know what I said to him last night when we were going to bed. Anyways, he was like, "Oh, you know, love you." Gives me a kiss or something. But it was just like the kiss because it's dark and the and it's like I was like a brush and it didn't even get my full lip. It's like half my lip and half right. my face. Yeah, I forget what I said to him. What did I call? Anyway, he couldn't stop giggling. He was like laughing, and you know, you know how he giggles. I do. And, and he's just like in a whole fit of stuff, and then I've, and then I just then that it encourages me. Of course, of course, you just now I'm going. a comedian, yeah. so then I just kept going with exactly. other things. Like, and then yeah, then I was just like, but Ugh. it's not conducive to sleep. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm like you're just so ridiculous. I can't even stand you. <laughs> Get away from me. Okay. <laughs> Sandy, you have yeah. to tell me about your dinner last night. Oh, honey. Okay. So, um, 
I've been doing a meal plan once a week. And, and so it's making me like on a Saturday, I have to really think about what I'm making. And I've like actually read a grocery list and all kinds of shenanigans and stuff I'm doing. Right. So I was like, hmm, okay, well, you know, we get into the same routine of stuff. I want a couple of things. And sorry, Sandy, I'm going to interrupt you. So normally, just because you just mentioned about this, you've been doing this meal plan for a week. So ordinarily, you would sort of have a meal plan for like the next two or three nights. Correct. And so why are you doing for a whole week? Well, because because when we had the person that would be able to pick us up and now Phil with his new job has got like... Ah, uh, right, right, right. So it's pinky, because pinky, of like... Pinky in the brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's because it's easier to just go to the grocery store one time. Correct. And much us with Phil on a Saturday. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All always, right. We always go on a Saturday anyway to get salmon for Salmon Sunday because you don't right. want to buy that too soon. Um, and so then now I'm making it, making the whole thing so I can hopefully get to the whole thing. Sometimes I have to pick a couple of things up, but most of it gets done. And so also just thinking that, you know, I've got a lot of stuff in the cupboard. So I have been trying to incorporate that also to use so that when time comes and we say we're finally moving, that I don't have a bunch of food in there that, you know, now I need to just give away. So I'm trying to use it. But anyway. So two things that I wanted to try this week. One was a cauliflower Parmesan. Yes. So it's getting a whole cauliflower and then like cutting steaks. like. And then uh, there was like a tomato base that you make with just, it was literally like tomatoes and onions and garlic. Uh, oh, and it had a little bit of chicken broth and something else small in it. Anyway, and then you put that on top of the cauliflower and then on top of it, you actually said get a ball of mozzarella. You cut pieces like slices of it, put that on and then also putting fresh Parmesan that you've grated on top, put that in the oven. That thing, Henny, was absolutely delectable. So that was Monday. That was one of the And was it filling? So filling because depending on the size of cauliflower you get it's a big piece of yeah plus because I the recipe I think was for four but I was only doing for two so I made lots of tomato stuff so it it was piled on the tomato yeah no it was more than and we also have a salad all the time right yeah yeah yeah. salad which is a full salad with lots of stuff in it so that and that was delicious then then yesterday was another new one and it was called a balls uh it was feta and spinach stuffed chicken with tomatoes so it was literally it I think it called for chicken thighs which it said so it was weird because chicken thighs and then you had to like stuff it but it said in the in the notes that you can use chicken breast so I used chicken two chicken breasts and I literally just sliced them like butterflied them open yeah and then I then I did pound them a little bit to make them so that they were like about the same thickness Mm -hmm. and then chopped up some uh spinach yeah. Put that in the middle of it. And then and then literally it was uh, feta and you just slice the feta. You put that inside of it. Mm-hmm. And then you folded it over, put some salt and pepper on it. And then it would go into either a frying pan, like a cast iron thing you can put in the oven. I put it in a glass baking dish. And then it said around it, like it said those little tomatoes on the vine, which I don't have, but I have like little cherry tomatoes. So I put some of those and it said shallots, which I don't have. I have red onion. So I put that, but it said if you want to add other vegetables. So I had uh, yellow pepper. So I cut a pepper up and put, put that all in. And then it was, you had to top it with olive oil 
-hmm. like brush it on and a balsamic reduction. And so that was at one point, I'm like a balsamic reduction. So then I Googled it. That's super easy. It's literally just boiling it down till it thickens a bit. Yeah. And then you put that all on top and then you bake that in the oven for 30 minutes. Oh my God. Okay. Feels like, wow, that's fancy. No, it took less than 10 minutes to prep this. Like I literally just opened it up, cut it, put the stuff in, cut a pepper, threw it all in, and it looked, it did look fancy. I would yeah. 100% make both of those again. They were so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I, I mean, I'm going to try both of them. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the chicken dish would go over really well in this house. Yeah. I t- we do try to eat at least one meal, uh, vegetable meal, like a vegetarian type meal a week. This week we're having two because tonight we have leftover of the the uh, stuff, the the filling that goes into the eggplant the stuff. Eggplant. Eggplant. Yeah. yeah. And so we're having that tonight. Then tomorrow I'm making, oh, stuffed peppers. Like it's an older, an old recipe. But then I was like, oh, I don't have Fridays yet. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do Friday. And then I'm like, oh, yes, I do. Because then I have some spinach left. I've still got some pepper left. I've got some onion chopped left. Um, and so I'm going to make a crustless vegetable quiche. quiche. Nice. Yeah. That's what we'll have for dinner. Yeah. So sounds good. Well, I also was experimenting with new recipes in the kitchen this week. Okay. Um, on... Uh, on Monday I made a brisket, yes. but okay. I did it, I did it in the slow cooker. Yeah. And so I needed to, it, so it was very easy, it, like super, super easy, but I'd never, I'd never even purchased a brisket before. Yeah. Like, like this was a new experience for me. So I didn't, like, I had a sense of what it was going to look like, but like, even when I went to the grocery store, like to the, to the deli, I was like, I'm not even really sure what I'm looking for. But anyway, so I got myself a brisket and then it said like, you know, to, to chop, like to cut away visible fat. And Mm -hmm. so that was a bit of a job. Yeah, because there were like big hunks of of fat yep. attached to the brisket. But anyway, I did that, and and then it was you know you s- seasoned it with a mixture of seasonings, and you had to pan sear it five minutes on one side, five minutes on the other side. Then you put it into the slow cooker, and then you had to pour liquid smoke. Yes. And so I've seen liquid smoke in recipes before, but I, but I didn't know what it was, nor had I ever like accidentally seen it in the grocery store. So I just steered clear of those grocery, of those uh, recipes. But at some point this summer, I think I just happened to be like in an aisle of the, of the grocery store and I saw liquid smoke and I thought, okay, that's where it is. That's what it looks like. I got it. Next time I see one of these recipes. Yeah. I won't be afraid to do it because I know where to get liquid smoke. So I got that. So so then you pour the liquid smoke over the brisket inside the slow cooker that's already been pan seared. Yeah. Then you have to saute, well, this for this particular recipe, you saute onions on mm-hmm. the stove until they're like with some olive oil. So they're like caramelized and, and um, 
and soft and lovely. And then you, you dump those into the slow cooker on and around the brisket, mm. then some barbecue sauce and that's it. Yep. So I prepped it all on Sunday night. And then on Monday morning, I like put it, took it out of the fridge, put it into the slow cooker, set it to go for eight and a half hours and when I got home from work, it uh, had like it had like 30 minutes left when I got home and yep. it was perfect. And uh, it was very tasty. And then I just did some green beans and potato on the barbecue and uh, together a whole meal. And and so and so we're eating so we're eating this and, and of course it's the first time that I've ever done it. And uh, and so and Mark said he's like, Yes, he's like, I would have this again. I was like, okay. Hey, no, <laughs> I think I think that means it's good. All right, excellent. So that was so that was fun. Yeah. And then yesterday I did because I also like to. I don't know as I necessarily try to eat vegetarian like once a week, but I like a lot of vegetarian foods. So yeah. I frequently will have a vegetarian meal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on on the on the docket. And so yesterday I made butternut squash, black bean, enchilada casserole. Okay. And I I wonder, so, okay. So I saw the recipe and I thought this looks great because I thought I can make a whole pan of it and it would be something that would work really well as a leftover, like in my little mini crock pot to take to school with me. So that would not be a soup, but would be like something that you could eat hot. And so I thought this is a great thing. And it looked like relatively quick and easy to make. And I had the ingredients that I needed, you know, and it was very easy to make. Like it's, it's pretty much, you do everything on the stove. Um, You've got black beans, onion, garlic, cilantro, some spices, butternut squash, enchilada sauce and and i mean that's pretty much it you do a little bit of sour cream at the end goes Mm -hmm. in thicken it up and then you pour it into you pour once it's all cooked together on the stove you put it into a a baking dish and then you lit so then she had two instructions either you put it into the you put it into the stove for like or into the oven for like six minutes to heat through and then it's ready to eat and it melts and you put cheese on top so it melts the cheese and then you're good to go or you let it cool you sprinkle the cheese on top then you can either freeze it or refrigerate it until you're ready to use it and then take it out and put it in the oven that way so yeah so that's what I did I prepped it the night before got it all set put it in the fridge and then yesterday when I got home from school preheated the oven stuck it in yeah. the oven 30 35 minutes later it's ready to go beautiful and it was very tasty oh you know what else it had in it was some you had to take six corn tortillas and yep. tear them into quarters oh. and so then there's some corn tortilla like oh nice in it so yep. it's a little heartier a little yep. thicker so the one thing is she said you could use fresh butternut squash or frozen like that it would work either yeah. way and so I used frozen because that's what I had yeah. very mucky that's what I was gonna say yeah I would think very that. mucky yeah so I feel like the taste is great 
Yeah, but um, texture-wise, it, it's it's like mush. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if I were to do it again, which I yeah. I think I will do it again, um, yeah. I'll use fresh butternut squash, and I feel like it would the texture-wise, it would be better. Yeah. But but the taste was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Mark was like, what's for dinner? And I oh. said, well, I said, this is, this is what I've made, but like, it's not anyway. So I, so I was telling him like what was in it and he was like, Hmm, sounds Mexican. <laughs> and I said, you know, if I'm left to my own devices, I'm always going to make something Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, but just, I, I, I thought that he isn't really, if it's just veggie, like, would yeah, he... I mean, it would not be something he would choose. He 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 was yeah. much happier with the brisket. Yeah. Did he have leftover brisket? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you had your uh, and I heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. okay. Oh, this is something I was going to tell you, and I almost forgot. So, last week, uh, on Friday, we usually on Friday we order takeout. That's like our 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 meal out day, and so. Um, on Friday, he was like, let's, uh, let's order from this specific restaurant. And he never, he never says like, let's order this. He'll always just say like, let's order dinner. And I'll say, okay, but what do you want? And he'll be like, anything you want. Like, which I know which is not hundred percent correct. <laughs> as, as I've told on the, on the podcast before, but yeah. he, he never will say like, this is what I want, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so on Friday, he was like, let's order from here, like from this particular place. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, anyway, so it's a, it's a Jamaican restaurant and the people who own it are people that he like went to school with like years and years and years ago. And so he, I don't, I, I mean, I think he's had food from this particular restaurant before and he really likes it and so but I've never had food from this restaurant before and and so anyway he's like I want like this exact dish and so I said okay like we can order that and so and so then I said okay so what am I ordering and so he was like well he's like I think maybe and he was like he gave me a couple of options and so anyway I got jerk chicken breast and it was delicious but I'm going through the order and it's, so you pick like the, the meat that you're having. So I picked the jerk chicken and then you had to pick sides. And so, and there were two side options. So the one side like was a salad, a Caesar salad. So I picked that. And then the other side, the options were, uh, rice, rice and peas, which is like rice and kidney beans. Right. Yeah. Um, or provisions provisions i was like mark i said i i'm like i'm really sorry that i'm dumb but like i i don't know what provisions means like like provisions and he was like oh he's like it's a he's like it'll be a mix of like starchy vegetables he's he's like it'll be like cassava or plantain or a sweet potato or he's like but it'll be like a mixture of stuff and I was like well that sounds right up my alley like give give me the provisions anyway Sandy it was so delicious okay And and something that like I mean I love a starchy vegetable you know like a 
uh, a butternut squash or a sweet potato yeah. or, you know, yeah. but a little bit of plantain, delicious. There was also like a bit of like, there was a, a piece of dumpling that they put in there. Like, so it was like a real mix of stuff. Whatever's left. <laughs> you know, like- and I mean, it was great. I, I don't know why it's called provisions. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, it was delicious. Huh. So I, anyway, I, I had wondered if you'd heard of that word before. No, we never no. heard of that word. No, we've, we've been eating, we've been eating well, the, the, the last little while. It sounds like you have been too. Yeah. 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 We have been. While we're on a, like a food tangent, I have to, I have to tell you about my, my, that, <laughs> about my, uh, overnight oat escapade. So oh, my I told goodness, you. Yeah last week about my overnight oat escapade in that I really thought that I had all the ingredients and then it turned out that I didn't. Mm -hmm. So this past week when I went to the grocery store, I made sure that I got all of the ingredients that I needed to make my overnight oats for the week. So on Sunday, I made the oats the, the way that I always do. And that was fine. And then on Monday morning, I like put my little container together with a little bit of yogurt, a little bit of oats, like put it all together, brought it to school. And then I'm sitting in my classroom eating my breakfast, my breakfast that I look forward to every day because it is so delicious. And I'm eating these oats and I'm thinking, these are not my favorite. Like they're, they're okay. But like, what is what is wrong with these oats? Like what, why are these not, why are these not like they're supposed to be? (laughs) And by supposed to be, I mean like they usually are when I make them. Well, I bought a different brand of overnight oat or of, of seal cut oat. Oh. And it's just not as good. Like, so, so the steel cut oats I've been using, not an ad, PC <laughs> President's Choice Blue Menu, yeah. uh, steel cut oats, and they are so good. The yes. taste is good. The texture is good. Like so mm. delicious. When I was at the grocery store this weekend, they didn't have the the PC brand, and so I bought Quaker oats. But they're, they're the steel cut oats. Like they are steel cut oats, but they're the Quaker oats brand. Mm. They're not the same. Like the taste is okay, but it's not the same. Like it's a different taste. Uh, But the texture is completely different. Like these steel cut oats, they almost are a little bit like bran. Like they're very flaky in their, in their, in their texture. They're not like, like the, the president's choice ones are almost like little like almost like teeny tiny little kibble. Like they're they're like quite hard and round. Whereas this is not like that at all. And so I even when I got home, I even double checked the container to make sure that I bought <laughs> yeah. steel cut oats. And I did. But so now I have this whole container of steel cut oats that are only like lackluster. But yeah. I won't waste them. Like I will use them. But I wonder if what I might do is go on the hunt for the PC brand and then like make them half and half yeah because I know like I've had your overnight oats and they are delicious like they're they so are good chewy. they're chewy they're chewy yes yeah. I love and it 
yeah i'm just like but these I'm are wondering. not these are not like the oh. the current the quaker oats steel cut oats that i have right now they they do not make a chewy overnight oat <laughs> do you know why they're steel cut oats because they they cut with a steel blade oh I'm just looking. Oh, that's ridiculous. But okay. <laughs> okay. And what was the, you bought? Okay. So the PC ones, I say it's like a, a nutty flavor. And what's the yeah. other one? The ones that I have now are Quaker Oats brand. Quaker. Yeah. I wonder if they're just, um, if it's that they're processed so much, like much more. Yeah. They're just, they're just not as great. And it's disappointing. If any, if anyone really feels strongly about steel cut oats and you have a brand that you absolutely love, share that with me. And if you, like me, love the PC brand, high five. It's funny because I was talking to my sister recently about it and she said that she'd bought herself some steel cut oats and that she didn't really love them. And I was like raving about mine. Yeah. But I had to, I had to call her yesterday and say... I just bought the Quaker Oats ones, and and they're not good. So, no. like, if you don't love they're them, all... I don't. I don't blame you. I bought old fashioned rolled. I think these are the ones that I got here. Yeah, but the, I not... mean, those are different again. Like, they're not yeah. even the steel cut ones. No. Oh, I see. Yeah, the steel cut ones. Yeah, these look like little pellet things. Yeah. What do they do? Expand? A little bit. Because yours, yeah, it was different. It was totally different. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you. I got to, this is one of those instances where you have to be brand loyal, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, eating your mom's food rather than somebody else makes the same thing. And you, that's the only thing you've eaten. So you're, it's like your mom makes the best of whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or your dad or whoever, right? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then you have, yeah, there are some things that are radically different, like stuffing. Yes. Like for like stuffing from a turkey, for example, radically different depending on who makes it. Yeah. See, for me, it's like macaroni salad because some people put peas in it. What is that? We don't put peas in a macaroni salad. Weird. Very strange. Seen that more than once. What? Yeah. Do you put tuna in your macaroni salad? Well, I do, but my mom always put flakes of ham because she doesn't like tuna. So I grew up with flakes of ham in oh. mine. And now she says, I'll make it. She will only make it with flakes of ham because she thinks everyone else should. No, you're the only one that doesn't. Right. Yeah. So our macaroni salad like that my dad would make has tuna in it. Yeah. Tuna, and, it, and it's celery. And it's, and it's yeah, celery, green onion. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. That's what you I put in it. it. Or coleslaw. Coleslaw is another one. When I was saying to Emily, she goes, oh, you do creamy? Yes. You do vinegar? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like the vinegary one. I like them both. I only like creamy. I love a coleslaw any way you'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I especially love KFC, the finely ground green. Do you? But that's like, that's not super creamy. No, it's sweet, though. Yes, you're right. It's sweet. I like creamy. the one I make. I like creamy. My mom All always right. makes me too. <laughs> and then we just went all over the place. Oh my gosh. So last night, so I've been, um, because it's been really cold here, I've been watching like ridiculous amounts of stupid TV. And so I had gone through a bunch of different, I should actually message your sister because I know she likes to watch reality TV shows too. And maybe she can give me some that I haven't watched yet because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, perp I'm right now I'm watching Save Our Marriage. Oh, okay. 
Phil, Phil goes last night. And usually, like, I go on and I have my own profile. Like, I switch users and all this. But I guess when I was watching yesterday I didn't do all of that so when he turns the tv on we're sitting there and it comes up with like saving our marriage is what the show is called and he's like <laughs> feels like something, something you want to tell me <laughs> I'd be concerned I said here no and this is it's actually filmed in it's South African why are you people even married and there's like a couple oh. who are engaged why are you even thinking about getting married right right the the issues are <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. Anyway, but now I can't finish. Like I, I some of it's boring. But then now I'm like, oh, but I need to finish the whole season. But how many episodes are there? I finished one, and I'm like, oh my God, there's still more. Are we coming to the end of this? Anyway, I think <laughs> I think today I'll get to finish it, and then I can just move on from it. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you, because you've invested a certain amount of time in watching it so far that you just have to see it through to the end? Well, I do kind of feel like that, but I don't have that same feeling with books. And I know you do with books. I, me, I can just let it go and be like, yeah, it hasn't caught my interest enough. I I, I'm trying to like you, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I'm interested about this is a this is a real shift in conversation. Because before we started recording, we were just chatting about a variety of different things. But at some point you said, you know, that there are like certain things about you that you like, sometimes they're just things that you do, but then you begin to believe or other people believe that this is actually a trait that you have as opposed to just a thing that you do. And, mm. and when you said that, I was thinking about feel like it was a long time ago like maybe a year ago or so I remember that there was a topic that we covered one week at WW that was very similar that it was this idea of like um you know that we have these we 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 attribute these characteristics and traits to ourselves and so then because we call ourselves those things with those traits comes the assumption that we can or cannot do other things, right? And mm. so thinking about, you know, well, if we think of ourselves as people who do this or people who don't do this, you know, is that different than just calling ourselves by a trait? You know, for example, you know, if I'm a person who, you know, likes to watch TV while I eat, you know, that's not necessarily the same as like calling myself lazy, you know, like, like even though yeah. I like to sit on the couch, you know, like if yeah. there's a difference between like a value that I'm, I'm attaching to myself mm -hmm. and an action that I do. Right. And, and I want, and so I was just thinking about that because, because you said something very similar in our earlier conversation. And I was thinking about, you know, are there, yeah, I think there's a lot of different pieces to this. Like sometimes we we limit ourselves because we think of ourselves as being a certain type of person. And so, you know, like if I think of myself as being, um, I don't even know, like, well, for example, if you think of yourself as being a shy person, yeah. Um, you know, do you limit yourself from, you know, putting your, like, 
you just prevent you you just would say to yourself maybe well i'm a shy person therefore i won't go to this event or therefore i mm-hmm. won't talk to that person because i'm shy right whereas maybe it's not that you're you know a hundred percent of the time all encompassing a shy person you know maybe you just you know you just don't like to make initial contact you yes. know, like, whereas if someone said hello to you first, you'd be quite happy to to engage in a conversation. And so there is a real difference between, like, this is the person that I am and these are the things that I do or don't do. Well, it's like there are personality traits, I think. And so we end up with, even if there's one piece of that trait that we identify with, we automatically assume all of the other ones mm-hmm. right which isn't necessarily true so saying you're a shy person is right like that maybe why you have to find why why do you feel why do you think you're a shy person like what mm-hmm. what are the things that prove that that you know is it just been someone has told you because often those are things that are attached to us when we're young mm-hmm. somebody has told us that we don't usually identify ourselves like that mm-hmm. those are if you think about it right those are things that whether it's a teacher who has said they're shy in class, mm-hmm. um, uh, they're a chatterbox, you know, blah, 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 without actually saying, well, but what are the circumstances surrounding those things that that, that person behaves in that mm-hmm. certain way, rather than it's all the time in every single situation, mm-hmm. you act in a certain way. That's who you intrinsically are. It's like being... Uh, someone saying that you're not a generous person or you thinking you're not a generous person because you don't show your generosity or in the same way as somebody else does that you deem to be generous. Actually, so on this show, because they have this saving our marriage, you just, this is a ding, ding, ding here I'm having. Okay. Okay. Is that she was talking to people, uh, couples about this and about how they identify themselves. And she said, I want you to think about somebody that you admire mm-hmm. and what are the things that you admire about them? Because every time that you point your finger and she had it like a gun mm-hmm. is that you're pointing to somebody about something that you admire. There are those three things that you actually already are that are the same as that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was interesting to me. It's like, okay, well, if these are the things, like those are the things that you aspire to be but you already have some of that in you because you recognize that as something good Mm -hmm. so how is it that you show somebody else that you are the same Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that you also are a generous person or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, a kind person or an empathetic person it doesn't Mm -hmm. you don't have you know I think that sometimes we think we have to be that all the time Mm -hmm. to actually be that Mm mm-hmm like, if you think about yourself, what, what, is there something that you think you would say, like, you are this, but then if you really think about it, it's like, am I really, though? Have I just been telling myself that forever? Mm. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think in a lot of instances, I recognize that I have tendencies to be a certain way Mm -hmm. but it's not a word that I would use to describe myself and so shy is a perfect example of that I would not describe myself as a shy person however I don't 
I, I don't particularly like to go to like networking events, for example, you know, where, where I have, where I'm expected to go and like introduce myself to a bunch of new people. I I don't like to do that, but, but I also don't think of myself as being a shy person. It's just that particular activity. I I don't like to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, Mm And so I think I think a lot of cases I have that where I'm like, I recognize that I do this and that could be seen as something, but I don't think I'm that. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. the same, like, there are a lot of things about me that, like, are sort of introverted, but I don't consider myself an introvert. I, I think that mm-hmm. I am an extroverted person, but then I also do like to be by myself, you know, like, and I don't always want to be the center of attention, you know, but, but I still think of myself as being an extroverted person. So yeah, I I don't know. It was, I was having this, I was having a conversation similar to this recently with Mark, because I don't know what we were talking about, but then we started talking about like qualities or characteristics and then which one of us is more of that. And, and the word, and, and so at one point we, like, we were saying, okay, well, like patient, like who is more patient yeah. than the other, oh, you know, you, uh, you, you, nobody can be more patient than you. Okay. So, so I said, I said, <laughs> I'm more patient than you are, but like, the truth is that, that he is also quite patient. patient. Right. Um, but, but there are certain things that I'm not very patient with, yes. and, but there are very specific things, but but even though, like, even so, I still think on the whole, and I guess this is what you're saying too, like, yeah. when, we, when we attach a word to ourselves, it's almost as if the expectation of ourselves or of other people is right. that we're exactly that way 100% of the time in 100% situations. And it's just not, uh, yeah. it's, that's just not sustainable, yeah, I, I don't see for if I think about you, I do think you are a patient person. But now that I've like just had a couple of, you know, 30 seconds to sort of really think about it, you have an extremely high tolerance to a lot of things that people other people don't. So it's not necessarily always patience, but your tolerance level to behaviors or things is extremely high. Mm-hmm. I think much higher than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Right, but it's not necessarily patience. It isn't. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not yeah. necessarily patience because you do get to the tolerance for it, but the patience for it is not not also not like an <laughs> an an open like a you know a it's waterfall. It's not an ending. No, 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 because no. there has come a point when that that also like any of us. I mean, some of us yeah. just have more tolerance to certain things to certain people, and and that's than, not necessarily like more doesn't necessarily mean better. No, for it sure just it is. It's just different. Yeah. No, it's only it's only better for the person that is ex- that that you are um, uh, <laughs> tolerating. <giving> that- <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and not necessarily do they know that it's it, it actually isn't really that good for them in some cases. Yeah. You know, yes, because it's correct. enabling. It is an. It's a, I mean, and this is where it's it very complicated. But if we just throw it out there, you know, and say yeah you're a patient or a tolerant person that isn't that isn't even tell you the whole story either well, you know and it's tricky with words like that too because we as a society certainly I, i'm going to say in a like as a north american society we attribute uh 
either positive feelings yeah. or negative feelings towards certain words, right? Mm -hmm. And so and so we say like, oh, this person is tolerant and everyone thinks, oh, that is not wonderful. But in some cases, it's not. It's there not. are some things that should not be tolerated. Correct. Right? And, or, you know, or we say like, oh, this person is, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe like egotistic. Yeah. And we immediately think, oh, like that's awful. And yet, like it's, it's healthy for your, like it's healthy to have a sense of ego and to have and a sense of. Yeah. Yes. Accomplishment and, yeah. and self-esteem, you know, like, so, so I think it's tricky. Yeah. You know, I remember, maybe I said this once before, but I remember years ago in one of my first years of teaching, I remember I wrote on a student's report card, like in the learning skills, you know, that, you know, so-and-so is um, like creative and quirky individual. Oh, and the principal made me change the word, like because the the administrators proofread uh, report cards before they go home, right? And and so the principal at the time said, like, you you can't send this home. It can't say quirky. And I'm like, okay, but the kid is quirky, like, yeah. And she's like, it doesn't matter if the kid is quirky or not. You can't use yeah. that. And I was like, okay, but like I. I mean it to be a positive quality. Like, I think it's great. Like this kid, like, yeah. you know, walks to the beat of their own drum and has these neat ideas and, you know, and, and she was like, you, you can't put quirky on a report card. And I was like, all right. So like, I don't even remember what I changed it to, but I remember being annoyed that I had to change it. Yeah. But, but I mean, I get it. I get yeah. it. Because yeah. I think of quirkiness as being something positive, but I think that that isn't necessarily the way that everyone believes the word. Like, that isn't the value that everyone attaches to the word. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and there's, there's a bit of a crappiness to that because, like, you can't be responsible for how everybody receives every single thing that you say. Though it wasn't a generalization, you were actually saying it. I, I, as I can tell you that if, I got that on my kid's report card. I don't know. I think it would depend on the day. Yeah. It would depend on whether I felt the same way about my kid. Of course. Of course. That that would be something. But and I've said this before. I mean, a teacher did write on Brock's that, you know, at, at, about Jim, that he didn't have the same athletic prowess as other. What are you even using that? He's not going to yeah. be an Olympian. None yeah. of these children are. This is no. like grade seven. Yeah. I, yeah. Not I literally, I, you know that I went, I went to the school, so I would be the kid's parent that gets yeah. the quirky response. <laughs> that would be like, how out. dare you? <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, I ripped up one side of this guy and another, which my kids were appalled because they loved this teacher. Right. You know? Anyway, but yeah, I was <laughs> not happy. Uh, well, I never sent the report home. <laughs> the principal saved me. She told me to change the word. <laughs> what I can tell you is that it's really nice to know that they that when the administration is supposed to read it, that they actually did read it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some admin are better at reading than others, but this yeah. particular this particular woman was very thorough. Yeah. In fact, I may have I may have told this story before too, but this uh this is i mean this woman was a fantastic principal to work for um so 
ahead of her time with thinking about teaching and learning and assessing and, you know, like, and, and really like was super valuable for me to like, to have my first teaching years under, under this woman. Um, but, uh, I remember she for year for, for, I, I worked for her for five years. And I think for four of those five years, she was the one who proofread my report cards. And I remember one year she was really annoyed because so many people were not proofreading their report cards. And so then like they, like the, the reports would come to her and they'd be riddled with errors. And, and she's like, there's just, I remember her saying at a staff meeting, like, there's no excuse for this. You know, there's a spell check in the program, read through, like print out your reports, read through them, make sure there aren't any mistakes. Like, you know, make sure that it says, you know, her, if you've also used she, or, you know, like make sure that, you know, whatever, all these things, like there's no excuse for these errors. And, uh, and so I was always very meticulous about my proofreading because I want to, you know, hand in the best possible thing that <laughs> of I Of course you do. <laughs> and and so I I often had like one or two errors in my reports and otherwise they were fine. One year I had to change quirky, you know. But uh, I remember she, this one year she made a big deal of it at the staff meeting because it it had gotten out of hand, I guess. I don't know. I'd never read other people's reports. But uh, I I remember that I went to hand my reports in. And actually, I think my whole team, there were three of us, we handed all of our reports in at the same time. And she said to us, like, did you proofread them? And And we said, yes. And I said, I would eat my hat if you found an error in my oh. reports. Like, they are... They have been proofread so carefully, so many times, right? And so she's like, okay. Anyway, a couple of days later, it's like early morning. The school day hasn't started yet. Like teach some teachers are in the building. And I hear the principal over the PA system. You know, would the would the grade seven team, you know, please come to the office and Miss Hamilton, bring your hat. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> She found one oh, in the whole pile. I was like, no. Oh, dear. That was good. That was good times. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. Just, yeah, just thinking a lot about words and what they mean and how we label ourselves and how other people label us and, and, and how specifically going back to the thing that you'd said about, you know, that the, there's a difference between the trait that you are mm -hmm. and the action, the thing that you do. Yeah. Yeah. What you do is not actually who you are. Yeah. I mean, we talk about that with work you know, whatever type of career you have or, or job that you do is that you leave that and then you feel like, you know, that that's that 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 was all that you all the value that you have. And now that you're not doing it, but that was just something that you did. You it's not actually who you are, you know, yeah. as a person, yeah. as a person, they're separate. That's tough. Yeah, It's tough, too, especially because so many of us, I think would use our occupation or our profession as a descriptor of ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
but but I mean but I think maybe it's different like I think to do the job of teaching is not the same as to be a teacher yeah right like like if the if the person that you are is a teacher I that extends beyond a profession mm -hmm. you know so like so there is a differentiation there we just don't necessarily use it all the time right yes yeah think about this often for myself um and maybe and maybe this is why I think that I'm pretty good at at saying like I do these things but I'm not this quality or I do these things but I'm not this person because I think about it often in relation to my behavior with food mm. you know because I I think of myself as being a fairly disciplined person, but then I lack a lot of discipline when it comes to food in many different times of life, periods of life, yeah. you know, moments, you know, like, and so, and yet I would still call myself a disciplined person, you know, like, and yeah. so, so it's, there's that real, like, uh, you know, sort of, it's not controversy, but it, there's this real, like, um, opposite thing happening within me, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what, what is, but that can also, that can, that snowballs. So then, because then you're trying to figure it out, like understand why is it that I can do this, but I can't do it in this part, you know, like it's a, then you beat yourself up. I mean, it just, it, it opens this door to so many other, uh, feelings and, uh, mm -hmm. emotions that, mm -hmm necessarily if you just accepted it for the way it is it's like yeah well, i mean you know most of the time i'm disciplined this is where that i have you know it's it's all about how you the words that you use for right? sure oh for sure right you know this is an area that my discipline is like you know it's, it's not as high as as it is yeah. in other areas it doesn't mean you don't have any because no. you do have some discipline in it yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. but it's or it's not where i'd like it to be yeah you know, yeah. to yeah. feel my best, you know, so yeah. this is where I need to spend, pay more attention. Or that's whatever. it. That's it. And I think that's the, the most useful way of looking at it is to say, and this is something that I've come to believe for myself too, that it just, you know, okay. So if I, if I'm willing to put energy into all these different areas in my life, the, the, the place that the energy lacks the quickest yeah. like the place where yeah. i will stop putting the energy first is yeah. the food but i don't actually want it to be like that it just ha that is just what i that's my yes. pattern and right. so it's like what you're saying it's like it's like okay but i have to put my energy there and yeah. so if i'm putting my energy there where am i going to pull back on the yes energy, right well, that's that's it yeah because it's not uh, an endless supply. There's no endless supply. It's like everyone has 24 hours in the day. Correct. Everyone. Correct. You know, Correct. so you, you, you can't expect more when, when you have a limited number, yeah. you know, amount of time to work with something has to, to yeah. give. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, one of the things that I've been doing uh, certainly in the last, well, for the month of September, let's say, like in the last month, is I've just been, 
I've just been sucking it up at the grocery store and paying the extra money for stuff that's ready, you know? So like, it's like, it's been, you know, salad kits or ready-made salads. And Mm -hmm. I have not made a salad for myself for the entire month of September. And yet I have eaten a plethora of salads and, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Like thoroughly enjoyed the salads. Like I've been bringing a salad every day for lunch at school. I frequently have a salad with my dinner or as Mm -hmm. my dinner. Um, and I'm loving it It's because it's different. It's different. Like the stuff that's in the salad is different. The dressing is different. The lettuce are different, you know, like, and so it doesn't feel the same and you pair different things with it. Like at, at school, I'll throw some chicken breast in it or I'll throw an egg in it or I'll throw some feta cheese in it or whatever, call it a day, you know, with dinner, I'll have it on the side with something else. So it's, and it feels good in my body. I really like it. It's, but, but. I have to just say I'm going to pay six ninety nine for the kit and I have to just suck it up and not be mad about it. Yeah. You know, because exactly. because that's not a place where I have the energy to spend right now. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's making those kinds of, now, luckily I I'm fortunate enough that that's a decision I can make. Yes. Um, Although maybe my visa would beg to differ. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I recognize that that's not a decision that necessarily is available to every person. But but I, I'm really I'm really making a conscious effort to, like, say to myself, I want to put, whether I want to or not, I have to put the effort. I have to put the energy into the food. And so what what else can give? And, yes. and I have to let things give. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. It is hard. It's hard because I have built a habit of letting food go first. Yes. You know, and I have to retrain my brain to say, no, this is not the one that you're letting go by the wayside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But you'd have no problem paying $6.99 for cookies or something. I mean, Sandy... That's that's where that's where the ridiculousness of that's it. That's it, absolutely. Right? And so when you say that, you're like, well, you know, why am I nickel and dime and anything? You're, exactly. You're, no, no, you're one hundred percent right. So, yeah. and I will tell you, I can't, I can't remember the last time I bought cookies. That's so good. Because I mean, that makes it sound like it was years ago. It was probably oh. July. Okay. N- no, it wouldn't have been July. Maybe it was probably April. Let's say it was April. Yeah, because it was before you, you haven't had it in this house. I haven't had it in this house. No, and yeah. I've been in this house since the middle of June. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's good. Very good. And I'm and I'm feeling I'm feeling good. You just feel better when you eat better. You just do. Yeah. Anyway, Sandy, I gotta go. I know I think, you do. I think our listeners have had enough of us prattling on about food. <laughs> <laughs> Although I I do know that one one of our one of our dear listeners um has asked uh, she asked ages ago. She was like, "Do you would you ever think about like doing a like a a day in the life like posting everything that you ate for a day on uh, Instagram yeah. stories or something like that?" And so you know, that is something we should consider doing, but I feel like this, this particular episode is kind of a start towards that. You've heard pretty much everything we've eaten for the last three days. So (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think so. 
anyway. All right. All right, Sandy. Okay. Well, listen, friend, you have uh, a busy couple of days, um, so you get to it. Thank you for spending some time with me, and thank you for everyone who's listening. And um, anyway, I will chat and see you soon. All right. All right, friend. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye.